Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. We're still at the Greater Niagara Fishing and Outdoor Show in Niagara Falls. And now we're joined by Captain Casey Prisco. And uh, we're talking something that's kind of out of the box here today, Casey. First of all, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me. We want to talk pan optics, Garmin pan optics. First of all, for people who maybe, you know, I know I know it's kind of the talk of fishing right now, but for someone who hasn't really seen it, tell me how it works. Your Garmin pan optics is going to be a transom mount for our application in the Great Lakes. Um, you can see all three downriggers. It's going to show you positive active fish, negative fish, um, preference. You can see a fish come in and look at a downrigger and shoot down and hit another downrigger. It's a game changer. Um, to tell you it's made me a better fisherman, absolutely. If you don't have it, you should. Um, I know a lot of guys, I've had it for five years now, and it was kind of quiet when I first got it, and I was learning it. Um, several captains have been on my boat, and I don't think there's one captain that said they hasn't wanted it, or has it now. There's probably 10 or 15 people that I know that have it. Um, game changer, without a doubt. You learn more by watching that screen than you could ever learn by watching anything else that any other sonar has out there. From calling the shots, from watching your best rig days, never takes a bite. It brings the fish into your spread, and they shoot down and hit another rig. You know, in the past, you'd say, oh, that rod's not going, let's switch it out. Mm -hmm. You switch it out, no, the bite just died. No, you took your best rod out of the water, even though it didn't take a bite. Time and time again, you see it. Size of lures, direction, speed, you see it all. And it's live happening right in front of you. So you have all the tools right in front of you to make it happen. It's just being able to take what you're seeing, gather the right information from it, and execute what they want. And once you get watching it enough, there's nothing like it. Yeah, it's become uh, really big in ice fishing. And the ice anglers are using it, and they're using it pretty much the same way you described. Why do you think it's taken so long for people who do what you do to kind of see the uh, the benefits and the effects? I think everyone's hesitant at first on new things. No one likes change. A lot of us are setting our ways. I'm one, I'm setting my ways. My hot box, I have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of fishing equipment, and every year I probably use the same 50 attractors and 50 spoons. Mm -hmm. You're just setting your ways. But to evolve and adapt and become better, you better not be setting your ways. And Panoptics is it's blowing everyone out of the way. It's, it's unbelievable. How do you have it set up on your boat? Uh, I have two 7610 units, which is a 10 inch screen in the front of my boat. In the back, I have an eight inch screen. They're all networked. So I like my clients to be able to see it as it's going on and to see exactly what's happening. So one in the back, they can watch. If they're sitting up by me when I'm driving, they can see it. My mate in the back can watch it. Um, I can compare traditional sonar because I do have a regular sonar um, transducer on the boat, side by side imaging to see what's going on, what's the difference. It's amazing night and day. What's really happening, you can see with panoptics, to what your other transducer's showing you. And you'll learn a lot. You learn a lot. A lot of times you think the fish is, is following, you know, and oh, he's following me. That fish swam 50 feet off to the side or 60 feet off to the side. He's still in your cone, mm -hmm. but you're still marking him as if he's, because it's straight up and down sonar, traditional. It's mm -hmm. not 2D like panoptics. It's unbelievable. If you don't like it, I'd be surprised. It's that good. It well, really is. What are you seeing when, you, when you're watching this? 
you can see fish come in from the side that you never see, or, or you know, I can call it a dipsy shot. A lot of times I can see 80 feet out to each side. So I have 160 foot spread that I'm seeing and my divers are out there or my coppers and I can see, okay, that fish is 60 feet down and he's 80 feet out to the side. So now I know I got to get a dipsy somewhere 80, 60 feet down. Mm -hmm. So I reel them in or move them just next thing you know, that dipsy's going. Um, you can watch them come up from the bottom, chase down. Um, you, you can tell inactive fish. We were fishing a tournament a couple of years ago and we were in 50, 60 feet of water off the Niagara River. Fish were active, they just weren't hitting. We went off deeper and probably 120 to 160 feet, there was way more fish. I could see that they were inactive just by watching the panoptics. They would show up and they would disappear. Just no streak and no active. We went back up on the bar, it was on. You know, it just took time to wait them out. If you would have fished with the traditional sonar and not had panoptics, you'd have fished at 120 to 160 where most guys did. We ended up taking third place. We lost a couple key fish that possibly could have won it. I'm mm -hmm. not saying we would have, but it's possible. But we definitely, without panoptics, I had to fish deeper. You know, you can see what's going on immediately. Hey, how do you interpret that information? It's pretty simple. Um, you'll watch your downriggers, you'll mark all three downriggers, four downriggers, wherever you have on your boat. When you're watching, the fish will show up as a red blip. And if he's moving active, he leaves a trail behind, like a purple trail, mm -hmm. they come right in. If that fish is scared or you spooked him, he did something wrong, you didn't like it, he's going away. You can see it all. Sometimes you have a cheater, it's a smaller spoon, you'll watch him come up and take the smaller spoon or they're looking at a chrome spin doctor or a pro troll, and next thing you know, they swim down and hit the other side. You know, it's it's clear as day. It's just watching. You so know? you're seeing everything, you're learning. Everything's right there. What What is the learning curve like? I'd say the hardest thing to do is, is just get the settings right, and it doesn't take much. Um, with panoptics, you can control. So I run Power Pro on my downriggers, I have cannons. Sometimes you run cable, some guys, there's more blowback. There's an adjustment in your panoptics where you can change your transmission angle. So you wanna change your transmission angle so that you're marking your downriggers clear. That's the biggest thing. The gain, you can move it up and down, you can put it on auto. They have a lot of great settings that simplify it, make it easy. Once you have that set, the rest of it is just watching. Mm -hmm. It's simple, it really is. It's, uh, it's the biggest game changer I've seen in a long time and there's a lot of people that say the same, especially since they've been on my boat. It's, uh, it's huge. And what's the setup like? It's pretty simple. It's a transom mount deucer. Um, it's got a nice stainless bracket. It's about six by, I'd say four by six inches. Um, you run the cable up to your unit. And then if you want to link them, there's an EMA cord or ethernet cable. You can link the two units together. Um, and that's it. Power up the unit and go. It's simple. It's easy to use. There's not a ton of adjustments like I've had seen with other past units. Set it and forget it and learn. And that's the biggest thing. You want to become a better fisherman? Get panoptics. Is there any situations where you think that it, it, it's not effective or maybe not as effective as standard sonar? Probably brown trout fishing in the spring when you're in that five to 15 feet of water. It's shallow. I don't think any fish finder is really good in that shallow water. A traditional sonar, your cone's so small. Mm, panoptics, I can see some fish. Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest with you, when I'm in there, I care about speed more than anything in temperature. I don't really care what I'm seeing on the screen. It's just too shallow. But move out to 25 to 500 feet of water, don't matter you're gonna mark those fish and see them. You know, under 200 feet on the panoptics, you probably don't see them as good as you could, but most guys aren't fishing down there. And the sure. fish you want are above that. But 150 feet down, clear as day. I can mark my downrigger. I can mark a spoon behind my downrigger. I can mark a fixed cheater. I can mix a slider. I can see my attractor behind my ball and see if I have a, a skippy that I'm dragging, it'll pull off to the side. You can tell everything. You know, and once you have it set, it's a, 
It's huge. It's definitely huge. What, what's the difference between that and maybe like a standard side imaging unit? So the side imaging units I had, you, it's going to show you more of your bottom. And it's going to show you fish that were there, but it's not showing you what they're doing. Mm -hmm. This panoptics is showing you exactly what they're doing. So you know, okay, that third rigger needs to come out. They're spooked by it. Or I better stretch my leads. Or I better bring them in tight. They're coming to the downrigger ball. I better speed up. I better change out that spoon. You know, There's a lot of times I see it in spring, six, eight, ten kings come in. They'll go through my spread and not hit anything. Mm -hmm. I'm doing something wrong. They're there to eat. They're not eating. I better switch something up. And you switch it out and you watch. And next thing you know, you got rods going and people are happy. That's what it's about. What, what, what are some of the costs associated with putting one of these? On There's different board? units you can go with. Um, the Transom Mount Deucer is anywhere from $1,400 to $1,600. Um, There's specials that they run, rebates and everything. Um, I know it sounds like a lot. We spend a lot more money on lures. You don't need to spend it on this Panoptics. The units themselves, they have units from $500 all the way up to $10,000. It really depends what you want. I run 7610 XSVs in the front, 7608 XSV in the back. They work great. I, I just had an ISISTEN unit that I bought. It's a 93 SV. Um, I have the live scope with that. It's great too, ice fishing. I mean, I won't. I won't use anything but Garmin and Panoptics. Yeah. What are some What are some of the differences between something maybe in a lower end unit compared to something at the higher end? Then, if I was going to say a unit that you could get priced cheap enough that would do what you wanted to do with a good screen, um, they just discontinued uh, 93 SVs. They made a, a better 93 SV. The old 93 SV is great. 7608s are good. Uh, 942 XSV. You just got to make sure they're Panoptics capable. Mm -hmm. Some of them aren't. Um, and then if you want to make, if you want to link them, you got to make sure that they have that capability too. But I say you could get a panoptic set up for your boat for less than three grand. Sure. All day. And it's the best three grand you're going to spend. Casey, is there something I didn't ask you that you want to get across about, about Garmin Panoptics? If you don't have it, get it. Okay. That's the truth. Uh, you can call me. You can come see it on my boat. I have no problem showing you. I'll send you videos. It's worth it. It was without a doubt worth it. Yeah, how do people get a hold of you? Um, you can go right on Facebook, Dirty Goose Sport Fishing. Um, you can contact me, caseyprisco at gmail.com, or my cells, 845-234-5024. I dock in Wilson for the month of May. I'm in the Salmon River in Pulaski, New York for the rest of the year. Um, we fish till November. Mm -hmm. um, I'm more than willing to show anybody anything about it. It's My goal is to see people catch fish, whether you charter with me or not. I want to see people catch fish. Yeah, tell me about your charter. So I started chartering about five years ago. I've been on the lake since I've been four. My dad used to bring me up, me and my dad and my grandfather, and I was hooked forever. So I've been coming up, and I bought my own boat in 2007. I started with a 17-foot tracker, and I loved it. I was addicted. I started fishing with Colt Steel and tournament fish with those guys, a bunch of great guys, great fishermen. First, oh, man, it must have been nine years, ten years. We've won the cup on the lake, I think, six years now, and... I've decided that I uh, wanted to buy my own boat. So I bought my own boat and started chartering the last five. And I still do some tournaments, but I have more fun chartering and seeing people catch the fish than I do fishing the tournaments. I'm competitive as all hell, but I still like to see smiles on people's faces, and especially kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of uh, a lot of kids are, are missing out on a great sport, a great pastime. And uh, it's great to see when a family brings their, their kids out to get them involved in it, like my dad did. It's so, uh, awesome. Right now, Lake Ontario is red hot. Tell me about the fishing out there. 
you can't go anywhere else in the world and have the fishery that we have. Um, there's a little bit of for everybody. I mean, you from salmon to lake trout, to steelhead, to brown trout, to pike in the bays, to perch in the bays, to the smallmouth bass. There's something for everybody in this lake. Um, it's just the walleye. You name it. I don't think you can go anywhere else and have it. And it's a big lake, and you can go anywhere you want and catch them. And it's it's amazing, amazing fishery. We're lucky to have it. What's your favorite species to pursue? Anything that swims. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't say I have a favorite. I really don't. I think variety is what keeps me going and wants me to continue to do it. And I like to try to catch everything. You know, I'll I'll, I'll fish salmon one day. The next day, I'm chasing bluegills and crappies. I don't care. The tug's the drug. I want to be out there catching something. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to do it and see people do it with me. It's great. I've met a lot of great friends through the fishing, and uh, I'm very thankful that I. I love it as much as I do and the people I've encountered along the way. If someone books a charter with you, what's their day like? Tell us about uh, kind of the average day of fishing with you. You're going to sit and watch the rods and probably not catch anything. Come on. I'm joking. I'm joking <laughs> with you. Um, you get to the dock. Most times we're leaving just before the sun comes up or at sunrise. Lake Ontario has some of the best sunrises and sunsets. Um, we go out, we set up, I go over, show you everything we're doing. Um, you're there to have fun. I'm not there to criticize you, yell at you. I lose fish, you're going to lose fish. It's okay. That's what you're there for. It's to have a good experience. And I try to make that experience as fun for everybody as possible. Kids especially. You know, no one wants to be said they did something wrong. or It happens. I've seen some of the best anglers lose fish and some of the worst anglers land them. If fish, if it's meant to be landed, you're going to land it. And if it's not, you're not. You know, and that's just the way it is. So get on the boat, have a good time. Um, this is a six-hour charter, eight-hour charter. We clean your fish, bring it back to the dock. Yes, you can drink on my boat. Um, but be responsible. You're there to have a good time and not to be irresponsible. Your safety is most most important to me than having a good time. Um, so all they ask is to respect that, respect the boat, and we'll have a great time. You know, to put some fish in the cooler and make some smiles and build a friendship. A lot of my clients have now become close friends that we, we talk even when they're not fishing. You know, and it's a, it's a cool business to be in. Awesome. It really is. There's something that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to throw out there? No, I'm just thankful for all the sponsors that I have and, the, and the, the companies that allow me to work with them. Fish Hawk, Michigan Stinger, Fat Nancy's Tackle Shop, um, and Bay Rat, uh, I'm gonna miss some here, Garmin, a lot of ice fishing I do with Automatic Fishermen. Um, there's probably some other companies that I'm forgetting. It's just, uh, I'm thankful for everyone that works with us. There's a lot of great products out there and I'm privileged to be able to use them and put people's smiles on their faces. So it's great. Thanks Casey, Thank really you. appreciate it. Thanks for listening, thanks for watching. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.